previously on Critically Stupid. Alright, a brief recap of everything that happened last week for anyone who missed it. Uh, you could just go and, you know, watch last week's episode. You know, that wouldn't hurt nobody. But for anyone too lazy to do that, I'm here to fill in the gaps. So, we delved deep into the series uh, in search of our friend Floon. Floon. Um, and we ran into yet another one of Arnold's best friends, Tim. Uh, Tim is a beholder who was, you know, really just guarding the gateway into where we were trying to go. A lovely fellow, really. We all loved Tim. Uh, notable exception, Mel. Mel did not like Tim. Uh, Mel didn't trust him. Maybe because Tim was a beholder. But, you know, who can say, really? Um, but despite Mel's best efforts, we traversed past Tim and made our way to a big, big room with a lady in a wheelchair, or what was her name, uh, Sylvie, um, and another guy who was barricading a door. Um, and, you know, we were wondering what they were barricading the door for. I mean, you know, this was their own hideout and their own series, but when we took a peek, uh, we saw this, this, I don't know how to describe it, really. The best word I can think of is ooze or gunk maybe that was just crawling its way ever forward uh but luckily we found its weakness its kryptonite if you will which happened to be you guessed it wood just regular wood so we just kind of put a whole bunch of wood in the way and then the problem was solved so we barely made it out of that situation alive luckily the wood saved our day um who knows what stupid little trinket will save our asses this episode. Only one way to find out, I suppose. Oh, can I, can I start with another announcement? So, I I have COVID. My, my dad and I tested positive for COVID. Oh, um, and you may be thinking to yourself, Wow, Garion, it seems like only two episodes ago you were sick. <laughs> anyway, uh, wow, Alex, your office looks so good. Hey, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I moved on Wednesday, and this is my this is my new. I have uh, like a my own room. I do share it with the cat, who you might have just seen. He's down there eating. But uh, wait, you guys moved? Yes, just downstairs. Just oh, oh same like complex. Yeah, yeah, same building, nice. just like. One floor down. G Gary, are you okay? You feeling okay? I'm living the dream, Anthony. Thank you for asking. Yeah. yeah I'm ready, sure. ready to play Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, at, at least, like, I mean, you sound much better than you did in the previous weeks when you were sick, at least. Yeah, uh, you sounded like, you sounded like shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's because uh, COVID is a made-up disease. Oh, no, no. Man. How do you... Did you? Yeah, that hurt me a little on the inside. Yeah. No, for real though, do you feel, you feel okay though? Like you're you feel okay. pain, all that? I mean, I the only I only have like a cough and I have a sore throat. Okay. Um, so I have like an industrial sized bag of cough drops here, so I'm all set. Damn, the uh, loose, what I, the loose baggie of cough drops was. But what I awesome. don't have are my dice. I need those. What character do I play in this campaign? Okay, never mind. How many kids? This, this is insulting now. I know. So, this is just... Okay. Who is she? The truth of the hats comes out. 
here's the thing. I'm only actively in two campaigns, but we every couple of weeks also do one shots with part of that campaign and I DM them. But then I also play in some of somebody else DMs and I'm currently writing a campaign. So like everything that I've built out is just all running together right now. It's too much. Yeah. I can't believe you. I've dedicated myself to a single campaign. I've 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 neglected everything else in my my life. I was like, my yeah, Anthony's been saving matter. himself. Yeah, I was You're like, my, my life doesn't matter. This nothing but loyal to you. <laughs> I am. I'm also planning a women's conference, helping plan our student beach trip. I have two small children. I know you feel like that's high roading us, but really, yeah, what you're doing is you're telling us that you're it, failing us. Yeah, no, but I, I don't know the meaning of no. Far, yeah, it's far not, too busy for us. No, I know that. I know that. Shame. It feels like me and Anthony like have our hair curlers in and like <laughs> waited for you to get home too late. You're like, where have you been? <laughs> an individual who is like beaten bloodied not having a, not having a great day um and he's being beaten by a massive half orc wearing tattered robes who just uh screamed at him um tell me where the horde is this is where we are i don't remember yeah. that last part I don't at all. like i was following you right I, up that, sounds, that and... sounds new actually yeah no i swear i just listened to it i it was like after 30 minutes of door conversation so like i get that y'all were maybe like you were you were pushed to your mental limits yeah, it, it's these, like these the, the door it's like when the teacher is handing out assignments and students are leaving the classroom and they're like yeah okay yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I threw it in, but like, it's not my fault that you guys blew your best content on how do we barricade a goddamn door. <laughs> hey, it, it was barricaded. Just, just so keep well. one in the chamber, maybe, in case there's a second door. Ah, uh, shit, I didn't think about that. <laughs> okay, well. Oh, we all fucking die. So, um, uh, do we think he means horde as in, like, treasure horde or, like, goblin cool. horde? Are you asking? Are you asking? I'm asking. Uh, I'm asking the party, but I forgot to do my accent because of my COVID-addled brain. Try it again. That's legit. Um, oh, actually, I shouldn't say that super out loud because he maybe hasn't seen us yet. So you are as yet unnoticed. Uh, you okay. see there. So after you take a second and you're like sort of like surprised by the the occupants of the room, the the half orc, the guy in the chair, you notice a couple other figures. Uh, one is a slumped over bird man leaning against the uh, the the wall, uh, watching this half orc presumably beat the crap out of this uh, this red haired individual. Um, he is the very familiar uh, form of Pauly. The uh, Kenku mercenary that you have uh, chased down through the sewers, Gareth. Uh, now this red red haired individual, he's different than the one we found in the burning warehouse. Or is that the yes? Same you guy? are you are still followed by Rainier Neverember. Yeah. Um, okay. He he is uh, at at your back. He and uh, Mel are actually in the back of the group, and he has a. Uh, I, I feel like he picked up a weapon, um, but I don't remember what it is. But he's got it. He's got it out. Um, and oh, I should add, there's one more figure in this room seated on that chair at the far end of this room on that raised dais, watching quietly without saying a word, is a humanoid figure, uh, wearing black robes with what looks to be an octopus for a head. I was so certain you were going to say Floon up until that last 
like six words. Oh, <laughs> for the head? Yeah, it's um. You think uh, he was like, just wearing it, like, 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 or is that like? Is this a sexual a thing, or is it like a Davy Jones thing? Or like? Well, Cthulhu? no, I'm not gonna just give you that information. Uh, uh, I uh, ask it if it's a sexual. No, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> is, it, is it like like Lovecraftian Cthulhu? Like, if yeah. we look at it, we'll go mad. Oh, <gasps> is this Doctor Zoidberg? <laughs> oh my God! Imagine. No, that's copyright infringement, and I don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do that. Is it Mister um, Zoidberg? <laughs> it's a Zoidberg. As no, it's uh far enough away that you can't actually uh, talk to it. It's like thirty feet away, so you'd Got have it. to uh, close the distance. Um, Does it see us? You don't know. Okay. okay. Now I will say there is there is uh, a single entrance, as you can see it, to this room that you just opened. So whatever whatever time uh, you you have is short. Um, Why I could... do I have so few hit points? Because nobody's rested since the since the warehouse fire. Awesome. Wait, uh, we, have to, we have to like actively. Rest? Yeah, yeah. We don't have just like passive regen like Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, you don't have. Well, more, I uh, guess I sort of pulls. Can we go to sleep with Tim? Can we just, like, he seemed cozy. He was whoa, like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you should buy him dinner first, Anthony. I mean, like, beside him, like, you know, platonically with Tim. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, fall so asleep you, you with want Tim. A, you want to spoon Tim? I want to spoon him. You want, are you the big spoon or the little oh, spoon? You know what, honestly, I, I'm okay with it either. Just anyway, affection. Uh, I was I was gonna say that just like in the game, like continue on continuing onward with D and D, uh, that I was gonna like enter the room stealthily, because realistically, let's say we're all kind of funneling in here, but like there's only one way to go, right? There's no yeah, stealthily yeah. about it though, is there? This no, one is well, well lit. You know what? It's better than nothing. I'm gonna try my darndest. All right, fine. Give me a stealth check. All right, my stealth is I believe uh, plus seven. Can I ready a spell? Lord have mercy. Yeah. What spell do okay. you want to ready? Um, actually, just dancing lights, because just in case I don't want to be violent. <laughs> right. um, so I want to just call all four orbs just to float around my head. Maybe in like a little sure, gravitational yeah, yeah. pull thing. Cute little, just Cute little halo. And yeah, and I'm thinking like if something were to happen, I can blind people again. All right, Gareth, what's that stealth check? I rolled an eleven. Okay, <laughs> so uh, your sort of like crouch and, and sneaky enter into this room is interrupted by two things. Number one uh, is the sorcerer uh, summoning an iPhone bright like flash screen above her head. Oh. That was me. That That's was what me. I'm going to blame my failure on. Uh, and the other is the half-orc looking up at you, ding-dongs, standing in the doorway. That um, means. And his face sort of, like, twists into a mask of, like, confusion and surprise. So, uh, the first person who, uh, speaks is the, the hunched-over Kenku. Um, and as he, he squawks, you see that there is actually an arrow buried, uh, in his, his sort of, like, ribcage. Uh, but he points at you and says... Hey, boss, those are the guys that busted us down at the warehouse. Hi. That's all I say. I'm going to keep oh. stealthily moving. Okay, you are not, like, you. I mean, you are just crouched down in plain view. 
this tunnel vision. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gareth, Gareth, Gareth is not the brightest crayon in the box. He is moving. All right. Uh, the half orc looks at you, Gareth, because you're Damn. the only one walking into the room. Um, I was. And then he, uh, his eyes, which you can see now, are sort of like red veined and like sunken deep into his skull. Uh, look at the room behind you that you just come from. Um, before asking, no, this is the half orc. The octopus head is still seated on the so on sorry. the chair. Has not has not entered the situation yet. Okay, sorry, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. The half orc says, uh, "How did you get in here? This is where is Sylvie? Sylvie, we actually just helped Sylvie out, and she just okay. smiles. <laughs> uh, so this half orc whips around." And looks at the creature on the on the chair on the throne. Uh, when he turns back to you, he only looks backwards for a moment. But when he looks back to you, his face sort of like resettles, almost as if he's made a decision. Uh, and he flexes one hand, uh, and a bolt of flame sparks to life in his palm. And he advances on Gareth and says, uh... "One way or the other, you are going to tell me about this horde. I know you know what this man does not." Uh, we're gonna roll um... initiative. Should have ready frostbite. Shoulda, woulda. Oh, I am not going first. Garion got a ten. Okay, seven. <laughs> seven. Oh, for we all rolled no, trash. I, I, yeah, this is not looking good for us. Cerulean. Two. Damn. Anthony. Yeah. I got fifteen. All right. Hey. <laughs> Double digits. Very cool. <laughs> so proud. All right, Arnold. At the top of the order, you see this uh, bolt of fire bloom into this half-orc's hand, um, and he advances on Gareth. I will say, this, this, this man, this gentleman, does not look in the talking mood. Gotcha. Um, how far away am I from the creature himself? About 15 feet. He's about halfway into the room. Um, what is... What do I see in the room? Like, what kind of room? What's the floor like? What's the wall? You know. So the floor is uh, uh, rough cobblestone, sort of like eaten in patches with uh, moss and bits of like detritus. Um, okay. The the walls are unadorned. There's some simple torches lighting this place. It feels very utilitarian. It doesn't feel like a like a what you would consider like a a gang den, for lack of a better word. Okay. And you say he's about fifteen feet from me. Correct. So I can do a movement and an action, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so I kind of approach, like I take like, I walk about five feet just to get closer to Garion, and I just turn and I'm going to, I'm going to cast Earth Tremor on the creature, on the, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go because oh, it, looks like it looks like he's about oh, to attack yeah. my friend and I'm scared that he's going to get my friend. So I just go, ah, and just kind of like shake it at his feet. Um, absolutely. So that's a dex saving, it's dex 13 for him. Well, I'll tell you what this dude's fucking strong suit is not, ironically. Do, do, do I also have to throw a deck save? Yeah, is it against a creature, no, no, Anthony? just to the creature. So oh, I, sick. Yeah, I should be able to, yeah. Hey, I rolled Localize a 19. Ooh, Ooh. Bummer. Did he take half damage on a, on a save? No. Nothing on a save. It doesn't say anything on a save. Let me see if the ground letter is loose. No. Okay. So you, uh... Well, that stinks. Cr the, with the it sound of like cracking pavement and like crushing stone, um, you like break a crater in the in the hole in the in the floor. Um, mm -hmm. And actually, you see that 
that kitchen uh, chair that this redhead is tied to sort of like flop over and he sort of like crashes onto the floor and starts wiggling like a fish. <laughs> but the, the half-orc sort of nimbly jumps over it like he's been grinding Elden Ring for the last like four weeks like the rest of us. Tight. Uh, Anthony, or Arnold, anything else? Yeah, let me see. I guess I should take out a weapon. I take out a sword. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Going to be helpful. Yeah. Okay, Gareth. Um, I suppose I will swing my sword at him. Okay, you're gonna close the distance and yeah. Yes. Uh, and I got a 16. Okay, that hits. Give me ah, some damage. Ah. Okay, there's a 1d8. That part is written written down. Four. Okay, four points of damage. Uh, you lunge in with your rapier. Uh, short sword. Short sword. Um, the half-orc sort of tries to bat it away, uh, eschewing a dexterous, nimble jump. Um, he just, like, swats at your short sword, almost like a, like a bodybuilder would a fly. Uh, but you manage to, to catch the outside of his forearm and sort of, like, open up a, a gash that starts to bleed. Hell yeah. Would you like to do anything else? That, all about that bleed build, baby. That's right. Uh, anything else? I mean, that's about all the actions I can do for this turn, right? Okay. Uh, it is the half-orc's turn. Uh, he extends his palm towards you, uh, and that uh, blossom of flame turns into, like, a snarling bolt, almost like a lightning bolt made of fire, and shoots out at you. That's no good. And rolls a 19 against your AC. Ah, uh, that's even less good. I'm assuming. Yeah, my armor class is 13. Aw, oh, Bean. Did I balance this encounter right? Ah, we'll figure it out together. <laughs> Don't worry. There's only one way to find Twelve. out. Yeah, exactly. Alright, you're, okay, you're, you're only gonna take uh, three points of fire damage as this bolt of fire, like, snaps into your chest and sort of, like, sears your armor and, like, cracks it in places almost like a molten fissure. I'm probably fine. Uh, next up is Mel. Uh, you actually see the raven uh, push himself off the wall with a squawk of surprise and sort of like flap towards uh, <laughs> Gareth in an attempt to like get involved. The one that I shot? Mm -hmm. The one with the arrow in him? Polly. Polly. Polly indeed. Um, how far am I from? Because I was in the back. Probably like fifteen, fifteen ish feet. I'm not not too much further back than than oh. everybody else. Because I'm like... trying to decide if I should go for bow or sword. Because we're in a fight here, and if I'm far sure. enough away, then I would shoot with the bow. Yeah, you're definitely far enough away to shoot. Might piss off Polly. He might recognize the arrows, but I'm gonna go for it. Um... Because he's gonna get hit and be like, "I've felt that I before." Think he's, I, yeah, I think he's gonna have like a like a trauma arrow. PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, she yeah. signs all of her arrows. That's the thing. Just, That's so fucked yeah, up. I like she writes insults on them, just like yeah. It's like when you smooch on Yeah, It's like when you finish a popsicle and it has oh. a punchline of a joke. You pull it out of your leg, and it's like a and it's oh right man. There. And the joke's there. You gotta wipe it off. For yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's an insulting. You know, just just to make it hurt extra. Um, I there's a lot of numbers. Okay, so it should be the third bubble. Just the one all the way down. I am actually on the third bubble. Okay, and... should be a, a long bow. Yeah. So, so the plus plus four plus five. Plus five for hit, but then yep. there's damage type. So roll the d twenty and add five to it. Okay. 
We're gonna see if you hit him first. You better than I did on my first roll. I believe in you. Plus five, 16. Man. Are you shooting Polly or the orc? Oh, is it mean if I shoot Polly again? <laughs> Uh, I well, generally shooting somebody with an arrow is mean. Yes, just like I don't know. I've already shot him once. Um, re- refresh, me <laughs> the, refresh me what the orc is doing right now. Actively setting attacking the me. Rogue yeah. uh, then I'll go for the orc. Okay, I'll, I'll right. try then I'll go for the bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is uh, a bigger target. If that makes you feel any any better. Um, okay, roll that damage. That's going to be the next number, so it should be a d6 or a d8, I believe. Um, and then I add the 3 to it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. will bring me to 11. 11? 11? Yes, I got an 8. Holy oh. shit. Damn. Damn. Okay. Weirdly, no reaction to that. I just saved your life. I, you're so, right, I appreciate uh, that. Gareth, you see this uh, half-orc sort of, like, hunch down over you as he's, like, his lips curl back away from his cracked yellow teeth, almost tusks, um, and his face sort of twists into, like, an, a, a, a bigger kid picking on a little kid sort of glee as you writhe underneath his uh, firebolt. Um, and then with the sound of an angry hornet, uh, an arrow, like, slams into his shoulder, and his his spell actually stops as he's, like, recoils back with a with a rawr, god damn it okay. hell yeah hell yeah wait till he uh, reads the insult on that arrow <laughs> uh it is polly's turn polly is gonna throw himself at uh gareth and attack him with his short sword uh but polly's gonna roll a five because polly sucks weave that's, what, Gar- that's what gareth day. just did yeah gareth ducks out of the way because he weave. definitely saw that coming yeah 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 uh Cerulean, you are up. Two things for you, two two new pieces of information. You hear a rattling sound coming from the ceiling. Would it be my action to look up and No, that'd be fucking petty and small of me. You also see, uh, or you you hear a rattling and you see that tall figure on the throne stand up and start to walk away from you. Walk like in the opposite direction where there's not a door? There appears to be a door in the wall that you hadn't noticed, um, or I forgot to describe. <laughs> we'll find out together. Uh, and he seems to be uh, making his way towards that. <laughs> okay. literally said there was one door, bestie. Listen, <laughs> I have a lot going on here, and also, I'm not very smart. Um, actually, none of us rolled perception, so we didn't notice it. Or yeah. something lame. Cerulean, what's up? What's the vibe? You um, got, now, you do have your dancing lights, if you want to... Oh, yeah, there's still, like... Yeah, sort of like looping around your head. No, I was trying to avoid an altercation. Thank you. Um, Oops. I'm going to continue the dancing lights. Um, but you're going to see her reach behind, and she's going to pull out a light crossbow off of her back. Ooh, cute. Actually, because okay. first level spell slots are a thing. Um, <laughs> so she is going to notch an arrow in her crossbow. She's going to point it. And she's not going to hit him. <laughs> uh, I've got a nine total. Okay. Uh, yeah, your crossbow bolt just goes wide. I think because you're like not super used to using it yet. I, think, I feel like you have it for like self-defense purposes and like aren't called on because you've got spell slots uh so you just kind of like biff it a little bit 
So I'm literally the only one of us um, that is competent. That's not true. Gareth, Gareth and, and well, Arnold did something cool. He didn't do damage with it. And Gareth I, did damage. I did four damage. What's up, Cerulean? Um, could I use a bonus? Yeah. As a bonus action, I, I can move the dancing lights. Um, so I'm going to move two of them. Are there visible eyes on Octopus Homeboy? Um, from 30 feet away, probably not. I mean, it's a it's a face at 30 feet. I can't see faces at 30 feet. Can you but guys I see details of faces at 30 feet? I can barely see anything more than six feet ahead of me, but I'm an outlier, so. Yes, I can. I just left all the way down my house. I totally could. Your house is 30 feet long? My house is like 80 feet long. Well, Festy's in a New York City apartment. I know. I know. I could stretch out my arms and touch both of these walls. What are you doing? (laughs) I live at mommy (laughs) and daddy's house. I'm going to... So Cerulean... um, I'm going to send all four dancing lights to where I imagine the face would be on this thing. And they're okay. really freaking bright. So I'm going to like try to get him as close to his face as possible to try to like to flashbang him. him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Just like as send, fast as they can go. You send your, your uh, dancing lights like hurtling down the room and you see them illuminate the whole hall as they go. And they're going fast. It almost looks like their own bolt of lightning uh, going down the hall. Um, Interestingly enough, as they close in on this thing and light it a little bit better, you get a little bit more detail. Uh, it is wearing long, black, heavy robes or, or like a cloak or wool or some kind um, that is trimmed in like gold and like very clearly like expensive. Fancy. Uh, the octopus on its head is uh, its skull. The tentacles dripping from its mouth are part of its face um, and the, its skin is bright purple. However, uh, as your orbs get within probably about five feet of it, it waves a single long-fingered hand, and they disappear. Zoblob would love this guy. Yeah, he would. I was thinking that. Oh, because he's perfect. Yeah. yeah. He loves Zoblob. Bring him to Zoblob. I couldn't remember his name, but I, he just, know, when he said he purple. Just, just cancel it. Yep. Just snuffed it right That's out. That's badass. I've, sorry, I made a uh, shitty joke instead of recognizing how fucking cool that is. He just like deflected it with his with his dome. With you his hear? Mind. You hear Cerulean go? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do that anyway. It was I was testing you. Okay, oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nah, <laughs> That's so she straight up. She straight up yells down the <laughs> corridor. She's like, "Just kidding! I was testing your reflexes." Okay, you passed. <laughs> Uh, okay, from the newly cracked cement uh, beneath everybody's feet, you hear a uh, <clears throat> a voice say, like, guys, like, get me out of here, like, help me out, as the, the figure in the chair sort of, like, floops around and tries to break free, unsccessful. Uh, Arnold, top of the order, you're up again. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have my... Don't fuck this up again, Arnold. I'm gonna mess this up so bad. <laughs> I'm gonna mess this up. Um, Thank you for keeping it PG. <laughs> How close am I now? Like, I because I took a step forward. Uh, probably about five, five to ten feet. Five to ten feet. He's yeah. fighting Gary, and he hasn't actually turned to look at me at all, right? Not yet. He he was most recently surprised by an, uh, uh, a really powerful arrow shot to his to his shoulder. Or right. well, I guess the lights, but like he's probably more concerned about the arrow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I'm not a fighter. You could try to make him your best friend. Yeah, that's true, but he's not in the talking mood, I've been told, and it seems like it would fail immediately. I'm gonna do the thing my character would do, because it makes the most sense. And I, I, just, I, I like have my sword in my hand and I'm shaking and I don't want to use it at all. So what happens is rather than fighting, I cast my cantrip Vicious Mockery as I point my sword at it. <laughs> okay. Almost and like I literally- Almost like a prop. Yeah. And I'm just like, you're the worst best friend I've ever had. And I just kind of do that at him. <laughs> and Hell yeah. So it's a wisdom save of 13, I guess. I rolled a nat one. Yes. Nice. I really hit him where it hurts. <laughs> he really so, wanted to be your friend. He did not. So, let me see. Now you take a 1d4 of psychic damage and have a disadvantage on your next attack roll. Okay. Roll that damage. So, let me see. 1d4. Well, I got a 1, but I got it, and there's a disadvantage. So, we did you this. Still, you still, you're still on the board. Yeah. Unlike some of us. <laughs> you can't, they can't all be winners, Cerulean. Yeah, I was going to say, it's only you. <laughs> Gareth, you are in in the thick of it. Uh, you've got the half orc in front of you, and then you've heard the like you've felt the like scratching claws of this crow creature at your back um, as as Pauly throws himself into the fray. You got it. All right, now I'm gonna uh, attack him with my sword. You going with the half orc? Yes. Okay. Laser focus. I got a hey, hey that's a bigger number. Uh, I got a nineteen. Nineteen does it. Give me some damage. All right, so that's a one d eight again. Why did I put it away? I knew I was gonna need it again. Yeah, are you serious? Hey, at least I know which one it is. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was hoping you wouldn't say that. I'm like, this is a perfect <laughs> opportunity for him to get a dig at me, but maybe he I, won't make fun. Maybe of he'll me. take the higher host. Exactly, considering I just saved your life. That is true. I apologize. Just decided to go for it. I did five damage. Five damage. That's that's solid. Okay. Okay, Gareth. <laughs> you you uh, strike this half orc. You get a good clean slice, like right across the ribs. Get a little bit of uh, meat on the bone at the end of it, as it were. Um, and you feel really good about it. You all hear this rattling sound now. It is not just Cerulean, and it is coming from uh, either the walls or the ceiling. You are unsure which. Um, the purple gentleman, for lack of a better term, in the dark robes, has now uh, moved past a doorway and is out of the room and out of sight. The half-orc... Uh, takes a quick step back. Not He doesn't fully disengage, but he just, like, gets enough space away from Gareth because Gareth has been, like, kind of pushing him a little bit. Um, his face is twisted with anger, but there's a, there's a flicker of something in his eyes that almost looks like... Uh, Admiration. Fear or desperation, actually, was going to be my answer. He claps both of his hands together and then pulls them apart in almost like taffy. A, a, a curtain of flame extends between his hands, and he pushes them forward, and it explodes forward in a 15-foot cone, uh, which I believe is every single one of you. Um, God damn. I would like everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm going to roll it for Rainier, uh, who did just fine. He didn't attack last time because I forgot about him. Gareth got a... Plus, uh, plus, oh, plus five. Gareth, Gareth got a 20. 
Whoa, okay. Gareth jumped over it. I got Cerulean. 15. Cerulean jumped over it. Diana oh. or Arnold? I got 10. 10, okay. Diana. Well, it was a 16 plus 5, 21. I'm more than Damn, 20. okay. I'm rolling real good tonight, guys. I'm real bad. Oh, yeah. Even though I don't know what the dice over. is. <laughs> And I dropped Orange. it in my lap, and it looked really inappropriate for a second. I'm rolling real good. Badass. Okay. That's all that so, matters. One, one more time. Give me those numbers. I'm sorry. Cerulean. 17. Pass. Di uh, Diana passed. Gareth? 20. 20 pass. Arnold? 10. All right, Arnold, this one's for you. Uh-oh. Oh, that oh, was that so many. like a lot of dice. Oh, I'm going to die here. It this wasn't a small amount of dice. You take 15 points of damage. Are you down? I well, I think we only I only started with seven hit points, so I'd be dead, right? You are not dead. You are unconscious. Right. So since this is the first time, I think. Well, guys, it was nice to play with you. It's been a no. it's been an honor, gentlemen and <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, is, <laughs> I'll see you I on think Twitter. this is the first time that we have uh, dipped below zero HP in this campaign. So in fifth edition, it's anything below zero, you start making death saves. So on Arnold's next turn, he will roll his first ever death save, which will be very okay. exciting. Good news is everybody else only takes uh, half of that. At this Hello? point, Garrett sees this and, uh, like Darth Vader in Re Revenge of the Sith, goes, No! Was it 15? <laughs> um, Cerulean looks like she's about to pass out. She is swaying on her feet, like, looks like she has just through uh, the been through the ringer. You can tell she cannot focus on anything. Okay. Um, that's it for the bad guys. Diana, you're up. Oh, well, fuck me. <laughs> All right, so... Go down to the to the sewers to find a bad guy. You find a bad guy. I don't know what you... I don't know what you that, that, want me to tell you. Remember that time I, you're like, did I scale this down? Whatever. No. You're fine. Uh, so, okay. uh, Mel, you're so, up. So, the bad guys are still in front of us, but there was like a rumble or whatever. There was a there was a rattling, yeah, deep a, rattling. a deep set rattling in the ceiling. Did they notice that? Does that throw them off at all, or are they the, still like in the it? The raven it? notices it, but the half orc is currently um, blinded by rage, entertaining the idea of murdering all of you. Yeah. Okay, so given that we have slashed him up a little, and he just killed my best friend, <laughs> I'm. I, uh, I, my, my arrows are still out. I presume. Yep. Hopefully, it'll yep. threaten him a little bit. Um, and I'm, and I'm just gonna say, we don't know anything about the horde. Okay. Um. Are you trying to intimidate him? Yeah. What's the play here, Bestie? Are you just trying to get him to like, like? To like are you begging lower, for mercy? Like, no, I want him to like chill for a second, <laughs> and we can figure out what the fuck is going on we can figure this out together that's what i'm saying we're gonna figure it out together it's all he, he's brunch. attacking us because he thinks we know something about the horde but we don't know anything about the horde so why waste his energy on us the valid question um he 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 is not interested in Still doesn't want to parlance no no and it's a bummer true I, yeah, I gotta shoot him again then. Well, I, guess. I tried. I'm trying not to be the baddie, guys. I feel like the half orc who just murdered our friend <laughs> is definitely the baddie here. Well, to be fair, I don't also want to be murdered. So, you know, I try to solve things the nonviolent way after I get violent. <laughs> uh, 
So that Tracks. is, uh, I throw the 21st. Yep, yep, crushing it. Don't, don't jinx me. Right that, plus 5, 13, 18. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, give me some Rolling damage. good. All right, that's the, that's the eight. It is. Two pyramids together. I'm rolling real good, 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 good. That would be a 10. <laughs> Look, I'm good with it. I don't know why. That was honestly, that was the perfect time for that to happen. Honestly, so that was so hard. Okay. Uh, Bessie, what'd you roll? That is, um, that'll be a 10. That's a 7 plus 3. That's a 10. Okay. Uh, the remnants Sorry, of this, the remnants of this, uh, wannabe wizard's breath erupts out of the uh, mangled ruins of his throat as uh, the ranger's arrow slashes his neck to the white bone. Um, and he claps two hands against it uh, and tries to stem the tide of like blood streaming through his fingers and collapses backwards. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I tried to talk. <laughs> I did it's my true. due diligence. I tried the negotiations. The him. negotiations were short. He left me nice. no recourse other than to kill him. Um, hey, okay. I avenged you, Arnold. <laughs> oh, those guys really seem to have stepped in it. Hi, I'm Alexander James, and this is an ad break. Except we don't have sponsors yet, so it's just. An empty commercial, hollow, like much of capitalism. That was fun, right? That was a, that was a good moment we just had. Hi, uh, thank you so much for listening to Critically Stupid. We really appreciate you being here. As always, we are playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist, an official Dungeons & Dragons uh, Wizards of the Coast module, um, written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Michelle Carter, and Kim Mohan. Um, if any of what you've listened to inspires you or you want to check out this material, I highly recommend you go to uh, dnd.wizards.com. Check out all of the great products they have there. They've got belts. They've got shirts. They've got maybe flip-flops. Who knows what crazy things those guys are whipping up in the in the D&D labs. Um, but I've never had a bad experience with, with the Wizards of the Coast products and their, their generosity lets us play this game. So yeah, check them out. I hear great things. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to tweet us at CritStupid. Uh, your name might end up in a future episode. I need a lot of characters sort of ready at hand to throw at these ding-dongs as they get into various troubles and scrapes. Um, and I'm uh, incapable of coming up with those names on the spot because I'm not very smart. Who knew? You did, and I did, and everybody knew. Um, if you like the show, uh, like us on YouTube, like us on Spotify, leave a comment. We don't pay to advertise the show because we're just five ding-dongs with real jobs, um, and we don't have that kind of money. So we're doing it for you and for us and, and as this little thing that we're all on together. So uh, leave us a comment, leave us a like, let us know what you think, unless it's bad, in which case, keep that shit to yourself. No, I'm just kidding. We want to we hear all that, too. Um, Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to let you get back to the show. Uh, yeah, you're great. Bye. It is, it is Pauly's turn. Uh, and Pauly sees this, sees, his, uh, sees this other person basically get like Needed. murked in front of him. <laughs> 
and immediately throws down his short sword and says like, all right, all right, I'm out. I can't, I'm not. Nice. Just fucking just don't hurt me, please. Now we must uh, And I think that's good. I think we're out of initiative as long, <laughs> unless you guys want to like assassinate Polly. I would like for Cerulean to get a dagger out and just walk up to him real calmly. Just cool as a cucumber. And like her daggers have like a hole in the hilt. So she's twirling it around her finger. Like nice. a cool. it. And she like grabs it last second and just holds it up to his neck and um, tells him, honey, you better hope like everything that you've got a medicine kit somewhere in this freaking room. Said, because if you don't and my friend dies, you're going to get real acquainted with this blade, buddy. Uh, yeah, I've got a, uh, I've got a packet of uh, Ninja Turtles Band-Aids here. You can have that. It's a Nickelodeon uh, uh, branding. I think you just slap that right there on it. So I, Gareth, like, sprints towards Arnold, doubles back to grab both, <laughs> to, to grab both the TMNT Band-Aids as well as uh, his, uh, Polly's short sword. I grab that sword, I'm taking that. All and right. then I run back to Arnold to uh, apply first aid. All right, give me a basic medicine check. Plus one. <laughs> It is a nine. I'm trying my best, Arnold. No, nah, dog, that does not do it. The team and team. I'm just like, Gareth, Gareth is just like applying bandages to like right, several third-degree burns, and they're because not you working. Had, because you had bandages, roll it again and take the higher of the two. I'll say you have advantage because of the oh, team yeah. bandages. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Uh, in that case, it is an 11. All right, Arnold, you are re recuperated with one HP. Gareth is now, like, sobbing and, like, clutching Arnold's body. I'm just picturing you putting Band-Aids all over him now. <clears throat> no, yeah, he's just, covered. Just using them all up. He's completely <laughs> covered in Band-Aids. Um, the, uh, the, the guy in the chair, uh, flops around dramatically. Um, <laughs> she... Cerulean looks at the guy, looks at Polly, and she says, Don't even shake a tail feather. And um, goes. That's actually a really negative stereotype. (laughs) (laughs) You don't Um, actually have tail feathers. That's a joke. We do. Carry on. (laughs) Gonna put that on an arrow for him later. (laughs) Don't even shake a tail feather. Stick joke. Um, And then I go over, and before cutting this guy loose, I look at him and I say, Honey, if you make any stupid moves, I've had a real bad day, and I don't mind taking it out on you. Does he look scared, or does he look like he's just like, I'm, okay, just get me out, like. So, uh, closing the distance to this guy, you see his face is is puffy and bruised. Um, He's got, like, a black eye. His nose is kind of bent out of shape. Um, do we have any band-aids left we can use to help them out? Or? That's a question. That's a question for the rogue. Did the rogue use all of the TMNT band-aids? Because <laughs> I only populated them. this world with this world with one box. So like the number is crucial. Anyway, um I've bad even news. as even I'm as weak bad. as 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 he is, Cerulean, you see him uh sort of like fidget and free one of his hands so he can go like righteous dude, I'm not actually I'm not actually here to hurt you. Like you could just if you could just like come out. I've had like the worst day. Info? <laughs> just to double check. Uh, sure. Yeah, give it to me. 
Okay. Do I need to roll it with disadvantage since his face is so screwed up? Or? Okay. Anyone that says righteous is not a threat. Can confirm. <laughs> Thirteen. Very he, he is. He believes his. He is telling the truth. Okay, so I just take the dagger that was spinning around my finger and I cut him loose. Okay. Cut, cut whatever rope on his ankles and. Yeah, yeah he's him. he's bound securely, but you can. You're. I imagine your blades are sharp. But I didn't situate him first, so he's on the side, and I'm gonna say just because she's in a bad mood, she will have cut the lower ones first. And then the higher ones, so he toppled when he Okay, was yeah, so un- he kind of like falls out of the chair with like a oof. Oh, sorry, bless your heart. The rattling sound uh, gets a little bit louder. Anybody know what this is? Uh, Polly, whoever you are. Uh, Polly shakes his head, no idea. Uh, where did Caterpillar go? He went through that door over there, yeah? Uh, are, you talking, are you talking about Octopus Boy? Yeah, Cthulhu, purple. I thought it made sense. Anyway, uh, on the same track. Um, big, big dude's dead over here. It's kind of the only thing we were waiting on. Hey, Polly, is this yeah. door that Catherpal uh, went out? Is that the best way to get out of here? There's whatever this is in front of us and on top of us, so I just need to get out. Uh, there's a uh, we call it the uh, the fire escape. There's a fire escape, which is ironic because there's we're, we're underground. It's all wet. How's it going to be any fire? You know, actually, as I say that, it's, I realize it's she she just do, she just puts I the she puts the dagger back uh, to his neck and she says, "Dear Jesus, that does not exist in this world. If you don't get to the point, I I'm spit some blood for, her, the, for the insult." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I do apologize for that. I do realize that there was a, uh, a mild fire. Uh, yeah, there's a fire escape. Uh, there's a, a stairway back there. Uh, and he points um, behind him elsewhere in the room. Um, I point him and I say, we'll get us out of here now. Gareth turns to the ginger man, yeah. the, ginger, the gingerbread man. Um, my question. Hey, you isn't this the one who was spotted with Floon a couple days ago? Right, we that's, saw Floon with the, the one with that's the with us. Oh, no, meaning is uh, like righteous, righteous dude. My name, my name's Floon. Do uh, it. God damn it! Ah, oh, so Floon? stupid. Yeah. Hey, I know you. I know you cats. Oh. Uh, What's up, so, Arnold? So, so, what's up, Arnold? And what's up, Gareth? My man. Well, it's been it's listen. It's been a long day. I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize you. So Jesus Christ. Beat up, and Arnold Keep just died. Head. So at this point, uh, Gareth, the the four dead Gareth is just like bleeding from the forehead. He like can't see. <laughs> He's like wiping blood from his eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry, Flynn. Cerulean's just like got blood out of her mouth. She's just covered. She looks rough. Okay, Floon, get up off your lazy butt. I know you've been sitting there all day. Get up. Let's go. No, that seems a little rough, dude. Like, I got kidnapped and shit. I'm just like, all right, I'm going, I'm going. I'm just saying, like, later, maybe you could have been nicer to me. She's in mom mode. She's like, get your butt up off that floor right this second. We are getting out of here. I instinctively get up. Polly doesn't move. Polly, Polly, he's got his hands up. Um, and he points and he says, listen, there's a, there's a door over that side of the room, right? You open it. There's a, there's a staircase. You go up it. You're up, you're up there. You're good. I am not leaving. Um, because as soon as I set foot out of these here sewers, I am a convicted felon. 
wanted for life. So uh, respectfully, listen, I know we've had our disagreements, right? Maybe, um, maybe things got a little out of hand and he sort of like looks at the freshly mutilated corpse lying on the ground. Um, and he says, uh, so like, why don't we let bygones be bygones, right? And you head out and I will stay here. I don't want to leave. Here's the thing, Polly. Every time that anybody is in that situation where they're trying to bargain with somebody who has power over them to just, ooh, let me go and I won't do anything to you, it's always a lie. You always come back and try to do do something to us. You are batting zero, Polly. I'm, just I'm like an orc. him hard with this He's dagger now. With. I'm like, get. I might even draw a little blood. I just don't trust him, and we have no guarantees that that door goes where he says it goes, so I think that he needs to come with, and, and once it's clear and we're out, he can go right back into his little sewer if he wants to. I actually second that. I think he should come with us until we see the, the light of day. I third that. Yeah, if you got questions for Polly, let's just, let's just do it here. Do it now. Um, I need to know everything that you know about that carriage killing. It was a couple of days ago. There were some bodies. I need to know who they were. Why were they targeted? Who were the people that targeted them? I need to know everything that you know about this guild. What is if you horde? want to be left alive. And what is the horde? Uh, Polly says, um, there's a look of uh, confusion on his face. And he says, what, ca what carriage? What are you talking about? What carriage? I didn't attack no carriage. None of your buddies attacked a carriage in town the other day? Hey, listen, sister, I'm part of a big organization here, okay? I'm just one, I'm just part of one cell, all right? I don't know what the whole guild is doing every day. What do you is want he, an itinerary? Is he dressed the same as the assassins that we saw? Um, he is, yes. So in, can I do an insight check and see if I, if he's being truthful? Um, yeah, go ahead and get, do an insight roll. That was a very... Ooh, 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 this is uh, uh, 23. Oh. Damn, okay. Um, he is telling the truth. However, with an insight roll that good, I'll give you some extra details. The armor he is wearing uh, does not fit him. It is mm. bulky and irregular in places. It looks like it was crafted for like a human man and not necessarily a birdman, which is what you're dealing with here. Um, it's uh, uh, tight around the waist and like, yeah, it just doesn't fit very well. It almost looks like it was either hastily put on or um, like bad bo borrowed for a short-term occasion. Um, and he says, uh, listen, as far as the business in the warehouse, right? Okay, that was, that was our bad, right? We thought it was a pretty clean, job right you jump in there you sm you smash and grab a little bit um we was we was knocking some knuckleheads right the zentarim gang took them out easy peasy turns out uh they had who we was looking for we took them back to the boss here um and then it turns out you know hey whoops a daisy we got the wrong guy it happens so it who turns did you out, think and he, and who do you think this guy is he points and you turn around and Rainier and Floon are uh, standing right next to each other. And from like first blink, they look very similar. They have the exact same shade of red hair and their features are more or less similar, especially with Floon's being sort of like disfigured and Rainier being dirty. So they, they were, were mistaken trying. for this. They were trying to take Rainier Never Ember. 
and on in the street in front of the theater and they got the wrong guy rainier's been fucking with rainier's up. with us who framed roger rabbit and rainier, rainier looks a little behind us yeah rainier looks surprised and he like looks at fluent and then goes me what did you want him for uh Polly looks a little surreptitiously at the dead guy um and says uh hey look all i know was that uh the mushroom here he had some questions right he was under the pressure from the big guy you know the big guy he was forced to deliver uh and maybe he made some some hasty calls and uh didn't deliver you know so no no would i know nothing to me i shot you once polly just (laughs) so rainier pipe rainier uh speaks up you would not know this being strangers to our city um my name is Rainier Neverember, yes, you know this. Uh, my father, uh, Degold Neverember, was the open lord of the city, uh, one of the, the close council. Um, and his face sort of like tightens, almost like he's got like a bellyache. Uh, and he says, my father was convicted of embezzling from the city. Not an insufficient, not a, not a, a small amount. And before he was, before he was banished, uh, he he hid the coin. And now it would it would seem that the the race for my father's coin seems to be coming back. This happens every every once in a while. It haunted me when I was in in, uh, in my my youth. Uh, I for for a time entertained the idea of of maybe going to find my father's my father's. Uh, hidden hidden wealth but it seemed more trouble than it's worth and now it seems that the 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 filth of this city have have heard of it and they 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 are after the 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 dragon horde and polly goes hey buddy watch who you call him filth okay i've had a rough day dragon horde what do you what do dragons hoard they hoard treasure uh actually Close this is a time. perfect time for me to to say this the coin of water deep the gold coin of water deep is called a gold dragon ah okay then. Yeah, this would have been well helpful for me to tell you earlier, but I didn't because I'm bad at this game and not very smart. It's really excited for a dragon. Um, this mushroom you're talking about is that all Catherpol or is that um, you know somebody above Catherpol? Uh, Pauly uh, clears his throat, which is a really impressive thing for him to do because he's a bird, um, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> looks at the looks at the the freshly dead man and goes uh uh yeah that's the uh that's that's the mushroom his real name's portobello but he asked uh, us to call him the mushroom because uh he didn't find that name particularly masculine which frankly you know hey you ask me masculinity is all an energy that you bring to the table it's got nothing to do with how you're born or what you portray yourself as so like call yourself portobello call yourself morale just don't call me late to dinner you know what i'm saying Oh, Polly's progressive, and I'm here for it. Um, I feel a little bit bad. I shot him now, only a little. So, okay. Well, personally, um, my motivation was to find my dear friend Floon, which I now have, and it was going to end after that. But now you're dangling a treasure hunt. You're, You're dangling a treasure hunt in front of me, and I cannot say no to that. So uh, let, let's do this. Let's get out of here and let's all reconvene. Um, I'm looking rough. You're looking rough. Everybody except Mel is looking rough. We we need to go. 
We need to get out, whatever this rumbling is. I don't want to be a part of it. I say, we hit the road, Jack. Don't come back. No mo. No mo, no mo. What condition is the orc in? The dead one? Dead. Yeah, the dead one. Dead dead in the house. Okay, I, can I look at his body? Like, can I examine his yeah, yeah, yeah. body? So let me tell you, uh, Arnold, his bod is rocking. This boy went to the gym, did not skip leg day, full six-pack. The abs are rippling. Oh, yeah. Uh, there is a lot of blood, uh, okay. which kind of like, that's not, that's not as good. Um, no, he has a satchel on him, actually, slung around his back underneath his robes. Arnold, you pull out uh, two flasks holding um, red liquid. And 25 gold pieces. Ah, I mean, yeah, good for you. <laughs> so I shake the, so I shake the flask go. and I kind of hear what it sounds like. Can, can I tell what the liquid is? Yes, they are two health potions. Hell yeah. Okay, well, first of all, I take a sip of that health potion immediately. <laughs> you know, you know okay. that. I healed you I, up just fine. Yeah. So You're I take fine. a sip You're of that. Good. Like while I'm sipping, I kind of just hand the coins over to my best friend. I'm like, here, will you hold this for me? Like you have bigger, bigger pockets than I do. I just need to hang on. Absolutely. Which, yes. which best which best friend? Yeah. Gary and of course. He's my <laughs> Garrett. 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 Uh, Absolutely, okay. my friend. I will hold on to this with my life. <laughs> Arnold, you get back uh two D four plus two hit points. At this point, I say, y'all, we, I assume the rumbling is continuing to get louder. The rattling is getting louder, and you okay. are starting to feel reverberations shaking through the floor. And I start saying, y'all, we have got to go. Gareth, I need you to take a cloak. I need somebody to take a cloak. One of us needs to cover up Flynn. The other one needs to cover up Rainier. We've got to keep them hidden. If they are on the lookout for them, we've got to keep them hidden. I have an idea. Realistically, we could just connect, cover up, give them a hat. They'll be fine. That's their most notable thing. I have a disguise <laughs> kit. I'm a bard. I'm real good at this stuff. I, I take out my disguise kit. I just, like, I mess them up. They look nothing alike each other and nothing like they did. I thought, you okay. know, like, I, that's oh, what I'm going You have, one. like, the Groucho Marx glasses. Yeah, that's what I'm going <laughs> for. Yeah, yeah. Power. I just yeah. have a disguise kit. And... It's just the glass and the fake nose yes. and the big mustache. Nice. Exactly. And Cerulean is going, okay, okay, let's go. Like, single file. Let's go, 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 go. Okay. Uh, so, are we, we're leaving Polly down here, right? As oh, as Polly's like... coming with until we're free. Mm -hmm. No, like, I meant, uh, but, like, when we see mm -hmm. the exit, then we're leaving. Okay. All right. Uh, he resists at first, but I'm assuming that Cerule yes, Cerulean's got the knife. I understand. Um, so he does uh, acquiesce begrudgingly. Um, moving down this this room, um, he takes you to sort of like a back corner um, behind some some like curtains. Uh, there is a very steep cut into the rock spiral staircase. But as you walk past it, um, there is a a door uh, right by that big chair by the throne. Um, that has been thrown open that actually only opens into a very small antechamber. And as you walk past it, you notice a small round room with a sigil painted on the floor that is empty. You ascend this staircase and it is, it is a very tight spiral that rises um, like several hundred steps um, until it uh, leads to a trap door. Who is first? Um, Polly. Uh, I'll go first. No, nah, Polly's not going to go first. I'll go. I'll go first. Okay, Gareth. Go first you... if we tell Polly to go first. Fair. It was really a charge. No, I'll go first. Gareth, uh, pushing open the door, it's um, the trap door. It's quite heavy. Um, what but an after you... fire escape, 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 stairs, and a heavy door. 
Fire escape. I point escape, escape, escape. It's incredibly ineffective. It's supposed to be fire escape. It is. It is. The door um, is heavy, and there's a hundred stairs. They they did. I can know. only imagine Diana must assume she's talking normal, and then for no reason, all of us just go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I know that something happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gareth, you push open this door to a very dark, but not as dark as the stairwell you've just come up. A uh, cellar littered with uh big barrels and racks of uh bottles do i, I just... do i see anybody in the cellar can i do a perception check uh the cellar is currently empty okay cool so do you tell us it's empty yeah i'm just making sure i wasn't like being led into an ambush so yeah i re- relay that it's clear <laughs> clear okay so polly i do like the hand signs so is this wait are we opening up into a room Yes, it is a cellar. Oh, okay, okay. Polly, where do we go to get out of this cellar right here? Out the, out the, up the stairs and out the door. Like, you'd want me to get you out of the sewers. You got where, the sewers. Are we, you know- where are we going to be spit out, doofus? She's getting, she's getting. I think he's just coming with us to the top because he's being an a-hole now. So, you know what, Polly? You're coming with us to the top. <laughs> Polly doesn't move. Polly is, you are going to have to force <laughs> Polly up the stairs. Then we force him, Polly. All right, I how how much do we really care? Because Gareth's like care meter, and Polly is like two. So, um, Cerulean looks at Mel and says, "I want to get stabby just as bad as you do, but I really think he's just gonna be dead weight. Emphasis on dead if he says one more thing that pisses uh-huh. me off." Um. So I look at him, and I'm going to do my best intimidation I can, like, terrifying Karen with a nut loose in her head, like, an extra nut loose, where oh. you think that this Karen would get violent. Right. Wait, like, if sure. we encounter trouble, I'm going to find Wait, who, who here has the highest intimidation bonus? I have to imagine Arnold. Mine's plus five. Really? That's amazing. Yeah, it's like okay. Arnold's, a, Arnold's a fucking sleeper, but when it comes so to I'm gonna, charisma yeah. roles, I'm gonna look, that dude's like, I'm gonna look at Arnold and be like, son, get him. Okay, yeah, scare him, Arnold. Sorry, I couldn't say that with a straight face. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Just like you see all all emotion just leave his face, just yeah, dead so just, inside. Just completely dead face, just look at him. <laughs> Do what my mom says. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll the roll the intimidation. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I already like Kubrick stare. Twenty three. Fuck me. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> dude, this Raven is fucking terrified of you. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, I am so sorry. Listen, hey. And I say, I, I wasn't done. He's like, said, already at the top my of mom stairs. says, or you can't come to my birthday party. Just he's like, like that. He's at the top I mean, of the stairs. Like, come on, let's go. What are you guys waiting for? Come on. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I didn't know that there was a birthday party on the line, right? So, uh, I mean, do you like? Do you want me to call you, like, Your Honor? Do, we, do I have to call that lady your mom? I didn't realize this was like a, a family dynamic. I just, I... I slide the dagger up towards where I imagine his little bird neck would be and just say, if anybody here gets more hurt than they already are, 
because something is about to pop out of these doors, I will find you and I will personally pluck every freaking feather off your freaking body and I will make sure that you regret the day you ever laid eyes on Roxy because that's the name that she was it's your fake fake name fake name fake person got it she'll yeah. make you look like a rotisserie that's make right. you into my mama's fried chicken okay um threat sufficiently you got him he's terrified he's scared so I'm like I'm trying to so I want to like hustle like a mom trying to hurt children like just okay guys let's go let's go shoot um Gareth you, uh, 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 there are a set of stairs against one wall leading up to a door um, as you are actively threatening Polly um, the door opens and a halfling uh, comes down. <clears throat> He's dressed dressed in just like sort of like regular clothes. He's not wearing like scary black armor. He doesn't have any weapons. Um, and behind him through that door, you hear like a crush of noise of like voices and uh, laughing and music and uh, glasses clinking together. Um, Hell yeah. He, he shuffles down the, the uh, steps and like starts uh, rummaging around one of the shelves. You, I imagine, have the trap door open like a little bit, but I don't think you would have like. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, like, I didn't. It didn't sound like you just like threw it open and like. No, I would. I would have checked what's on the other side somehow first, whether it be a peephole or just opening it a little bit. We're in like a cellar. There's glasses clinking. I assume this is like a bartender of sorts. Uh, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll I'll ask him just like. Just pop out of the head. If, the, if well, I mean, he's already in here with us, right? I assume he's seen us by now. Doesn't look like it. No, you're. No? We're not. We're not out of the trap. Oh, we're in, we're a trapdoor into the cellar. Correct. I thought I thought I was in the cellar, going on my way to the next room. No, okay, no, you are in the staircase, sort of like looking, okay. like peeping through a crack. Then I'm going to kind of like motion with my hands to like have the people behind me wait, and then wait for the halfling to leave the cellar before okay. continuing onward. Um, he finds whatever he's looking for, Gareth. It was a bottle on a shelf um, and hustles back up the door and closes it behind him. Let's throw caution to the wind and find out the hard way. Let's yeah. go on, press onward into the cellar. Okay. If I were to roll a really good survival check, would I know what general direction we had been heading? Fuck no. No, no <sighs> way. The only reason I would give that the shot of day is if one of you was a dwarf because they have that ability. Oh, like um, a rock gnome? Or, or no, I think rock gnomes do too, yeah. I'm gonna, says, is the coast clear? I'm... Let me get Rainier... Let me, let me get Rainier up here. We're gonna see if we can scope out, see which bar we're in. I assume we're in the bar anyway. If we can figure that out, then we'll see if we can get any everybody out here. We're gonna have to stagger our entrances. Obviously, if a big group of six people comes out of the back, everyone's gonna look weird. So let's go... As, you're, as you're talking, Floon just, like, walks past you and goes like, Excuse me, big dog. I got this. And he just walks past you and just, like, walks up the stairs and opens the door and leaves. Yeah, that's... All right. Well, uh, I, think we should... I mean, okay, look. <laughs> we're, we we're, we're, we're covered in blood anyway. Let's just lean into it and leave. No, oh, no, 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 no. Let's not lean into anything when we're covered <laughs> in blood. Listen, they're... I, pol- can I press the digitation of the blood off of everybody? Uh, yeah. Actually, you can. Okay, so I'm going to remove the blood from everyone's clothes. Anything that I could potentially, like, 
make look a little less intense as far as you let me push that boundary. Everyone yeah, put your weapons injured. away. Yeah. Yeah, I think you you get most of it. Um, Arnold's clothes are probably pretty badly burned. Gareth's, Gareth's clothes are probably pretty badly burned. I dodged the fire. He just like, oh no, I dodged the second one. You didn't dodge. I dodged the second fire. And dude, Mel's I have really one like, hit point. I am rough. Um, oh, the. I yeah, yeah yeah you guys get it fairly Thank clean. You. It does it does take a minute. What's up, uh, Arnold? I have another health potion. So. I don't need it. We'll you don't need it. You're good rest. for okay. Yeah yeah no, we're gonna rest pretty soon here. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, as uh, you're as you're cleaning yourselves, which is a weird sentence to say, it doesn't matter. Um, cats. The door opens again, um, and uh, it's it's actually fluent coming oh. back down the stairs. Um, and he's talking over his shoulder and he's like, yeah, so like wicked unfortunate, like it happens, you know, like these sellers, they're old. Sometimes they got like bad corners and shit, but like we were hired to, by, by the city, probably, yeah, by the city. And like, I don't know what to tell you, you got rats. Um, and he comes out and he's got a, uh, a squat burly halfling woman following him um and she has like a torch in one hand and he brings her to the trap door and points down and says like this might oh wow they're clean uh these are this this is the squad the rat busting squad um we busted all them rats that are down there but like you got to be careful man like you got to apply to the city and then me maybe they're gonna have like Somebody can help you fill in this hole or whatever. I think you uh, might Ga- even have to have it fumigated. G- Garrett, Garrett, Fum- like, yeah, you got fume, fume. You gotta smoke them out. That's <sighs> Gareth. Nice. Gareth comes and like uh, shakes the halfling's hand. She shakes, uh, confused. She hasn't. She's like, "Thank you." What are uh, you? Good. Are you who? Are you fumigate? Uh, yeah, so thank you so so much uh, for hiring our services. We took care of all the rats down here. Now. We wanted uh, to offer you a discount. It did take quite a while to get all of them out. We're very exhausted. Uh, we're willing to knock off 50, 70. You know what? You really tie my arm here. Uh, 100% of the cost if you just let us rent a room for the night to just uh, really get back up to tip shop shape before we go on to our next job. That'd be greatly appreciated. I, I mean, it's a little uh, unorthodox. Should, should, oh, should I like roll for that like a bluff or something? Yeah, give me like a give me a performance check because you're basically can pretending I? to be the Ghostbusters. Can I can I can I give you a deception instead? That's a higher number. <laughs> no, because you're trying to get Fuck. something from it. All right, I, really quick, what's up, Cerulean? If I add to it, does can I give him advantage? Like sure, I, yeah, yeah, you can give okay. him a little, a little so, English on it. So I I look at her and I say. You know, as a part of the Pest Association, I really just think that we could call it a wash. Maybe you could put the good word out that the Pest Association of Waterdeep um, got rid of your rat problem. Maybe we could take a room just for a little rest. We'll make sure it's so clean when we leave. You won't even have to send in housekeeping. Uh, first one up is a nat 20. I'm going go to go with that one. Damn. 22. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh so she seems uh, confused and, and flustered, um, and she's like looking at the trap door, like, "All right." Um, Gareth is like batting his eyelashes. 
does prestidigitation work? Can I like make some rat poop right around the door? Nah, you've already, you've already, you, not, not a la mode. She fucking see that shit. Okay. Um, but she, I'll tell you what, she does uh, shake your hand, Gareth, a little confusedly and says, I, I mean, th- thank, thank you. I didn't even know we had rats. And she looks at Flynn and she's like, you said, they were, you said they were big rats? And Flynn goes, oh yeah, bro. Like you wouldn't believe. One um, really got him. And she, she says, I guess you can have... A, a room for a, a little bit like i need it for tonight but you can have it like for the afternoon i guess if you need to like get cleaned up okay um yes she lets you in um you walk through a still crowded tap room it's dark outside still you, okay whatever time that is um but she uh dispatches one of the waiters to like take you upstairs um where there are several rooms tap in, in, in this tavern slash uh whatever um and yeah, there, there's a room with like four beds that you guys can crash in. Um, Rainier Never Ember pauses at the, at the door um, and says, uh, my friends, this has been a remarkable adventure. Uh, I am going to go to my home because I have one uh, and I will be sleeping there. Um, if you, I, I do understand that you must have a lot of questions. This has been a very, a very uh, eye-opening night. Um, let me give you my card. Uh, and he reaches inside his uh, shirt and pulls out like a calling card uh, on like really nice parchment stock. Uh, it's got his address on it in, in Waterdeep. Um, and he says, you feel free to call on me at any time. I will instruct my, my uh, house staff to let you in. I, I promise you, friends, you must have questions. We will, we will get to the bottom of this. But first, I, I must sleep. Yeah, uh, and bes- beside him, Flu goes, "Yeah, bro, it's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go too. Like it's been a rough one. Uh, ah, I thought I was gonna- not, hey. not you, Floon. We need you pr- alive so we can get our bounty. I mean, whatever we were doing. Hey, can you go tell your friend Bolo that we rescued rescued no, you? And then she don't... just. Okay, <laughs> we can- now, now, Rainier, uh, Gareth like takes his card. Um, the, the address on here, is this your house or is this your father's house? I want to have a word with him tomorrow. Um, He's his, in face, jail. his face grows cold, uh, and he says, uh, my father is no longer welcome in the city. If he was spotted in the, in the city walls, he would be tried and I am quite sure hung. A man does not, a man does not embezzle half a million gold dragons and then simply walk free. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. So where is he then? You know, that's a, we'll talk tomorrow. We'll talk tomorrow. You get some rest. You get some rest. <laughs> she just uh, goes, Floon, you stay. <laughs> Floon, you're staying here. Uh, Rainier, try not to get kidnapped again. Everybody have a good night. <laughs>